The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Timmy, a blogger, the Dragons Insider, blogger inside the OAA, one of the hosts between Timmy's and Ordinary Intelligence. Like to welcome those friends watching us on the local voice on SoundCloud, watching us on TV, and also those hearing us on SoundCloud. Yeah. You know, so. Wild. Wild week. week. Wild. You know, it's kind of odd because, you know, you've had the girl. I mean, normally you have girls go first yeah. and the boys, but this year it's boys first, now girls. Crazy basketball. Um, So now um, we're going to talk. We talked a lot of boys last week. Yes. Um, we're going to recap that later on. Okay. But let's talk girls basketball district previews first. I like how you're setting that up. Mm-hmm. A good nugget. Get everybody to hang around to the end of the podcast. Yeah. Because you're gonna, if you didn't see the results, oh my. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy game. Crazy. A lot it, of crazy games it, in those districts. And about how you called it, too. I mean, right. it's eerily. Uh, yeah, four boys teams that do remain. Um, at, yeah, yeah, four boys teams remain, of course. You have the Troy Colts. You yeah. have the... Um, Oxford Wildcats, yep. the Pontiac Phoenix, and the Ferndale Eagles um, all remain in their respective districts. Um, they won their districts. Now they're on the regional. Um, but let's go from yes. boys. Let's go girls first. I mean, like, let's go to yeah, the girls Yeah, what are the big now. games? What are we looking for, Sam? Well, let's. we're going to go from Class B to Class, from Division Two to Division One. Um, we're going to start off with um, where Hazel Park and Ferndale are going to be at. Um, we're going to go from – we're going to go from um, – from like um highest to lowest. So let's go okay. District sixty is gonna be taking place at Hazel Park. Um you have Warren Lincoln taking on Ferndale University, then you have Hazel Park taking on Centerline. Then you have Warren the winner of Warren Lincoln, Ferndale University takes on Ferndale. Then you have Hazel Park and Centerline versus Madison Heights Lamphere. Um when I look at the favorites coming into this part of the district, I have to give Centerline the edge here. Okay. Um Warren Lincoln's another one. Um and I'm watching, of course, um, and then, of course, my Dark Horse team was supposed to be at tonight's lamp here, but they lost 35-34 to Hazel Park. Ooh. And Hazel Park this year went 3-16. and And Ferndale, Ferndale's had a rough year. They went 5-14. and um, But, you know, when you look at a team like Centerline, who went 11-9, and 3-6 in the Macomb area gold, and then you have Warren Lincoln that's coming in with the 10-8 um, and record. Um do you think that Hazel Park has a chance in their home gym final game? I mean, final year in the OA to maybe make an impact? I don't know. You'd hope you you want them to go out on a positive note, you know, to say goodbye to the OA with a a nice wave as opposed to a whimper. I think the I think I think I'll be honest. With you, I think the league is really giving Hazel Park a really tough time, considering that they gave I mean, like last game of the year for boys, they had to play Oxford. Yeah, they had to go up to Oxford. And they just got whooped, and then of course they had a tough loss in districts to um, you know they were in a district with Ferndale yeah. there. Um, so well, I, I don't think, think they're punishing them. It's just kind of luck of the draw or lack of luck in the draw. Well, but when you look <laughs> at um, but I think it could be really challenging. I I seen the Hazel Park team. I don't think they're not deep at all, mm. and but they've they played better lately. Ferndale, same thing. You know they've. Start, but here's the problem with Ferndale. They've lost eight of the last ten games. Oh no! Both teams, both wins were against Hazel Park. Um, 
in that stretch. So yeah, that's tough to get geared up for the postseason if that's kind of your track record it's going. It's very in. difficult, to say the least. It's really, really difficult. Um, I think it's gonna be a tough chore for both teams. Um, Hazel Park taking on center line, depending if Hazel Park can pull up the upset. Do I think they're gonna do it? Probably not. Um, Ferndale, of course, they had the winner of Warren Lincoln Ferndale University. Um, I I think Warren Lincoln's gonna take Ferndale out, and I think it's gonna be a really, really tough chore. The OA won't probably get any champions in that district over at Hazel Park. Um, let's go to um from District 60. Let's go to District number 61. I'll be at Pontiac Nordin Prep. Ooh. Um, got Nordin Prep taking on Clawson. Of course, we see Nordin Prep. Pontiac taking on Birmingham Detroit Country Day. Oh boy. Yeah, that ain't gonna be pretty. Uh-uh. Uh the winner of Nordin Prep and Clawson is taking on Wixon St. Catherine Sienna Academy. And the winner of Pontiac Detroit Country Day is taking on Bubio's Cranbrook Kingswood. Um, when I look at this district, everybody's looking at Frank Orlando on this team. They're looking at, of course, you look at the talent that Orlando has brought in. Um, of course, the um couple years ago we talked about the um the two OA white transfers that left, of course, um Jamal Elam and Maddie Novak. Um, both of them are, um, on that team over at Country Day. Um, had some, had some really good, had a really, but Country Day's had a really up and down season. Now people are going to say, well, the, they played a really difficult schedule, which they have. You're going up against state powers like Detroit Edison, Saginaw Heritage, Plymouth Wasabia, Midland Dow, and of course, most notably Southfield Arts and Tech. Yeah. Um. That is a crazy schedule. So when you look at. And the path for Detroit Country Day leans toward possibly getting, if they can get by this district, you're looking at a possible rematch either in the state quarterfinal looking at with Detroit Edison. And Detroit Edison's arguably the best team in the state. Mm. Arguably the state's best player in Rakia Jackson. Okay. Um, so that's going to be a challenge there. So we both think Pontiac's got, despite the fact they went 10-8 and eight this year, do you think yeah, Pontiac's it's... got a shot against Country Day or no? Like like we said, it's it's the postseason. You never know. There's always nothing's a hundred percent, but I think they they've got a tough road ahead. Pontiac, yeah, I do think that. And then of course they got to deal with them. Um, but I think there could be a team that could threaten Country Day in this district, and I think it's Wixom St. Catherine, Sienna. Um, the Saints they had a, they went fifteen to five. The Stars went fifteen to five this year. Nice. Um, Big league, big win in the Catholic League against Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes, which is always huge. Of course, Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes, one of the um, top powers in Division Four. I think if I think St. Catherine Siena's got a shot here, I think they do, and I think they could do it. Now, do I think that can they? Are they standard to Country Day? Absolutely not. Yeah, but. I think when you look at that district, um, until anybody can knock off Frank Orlando's <laughs> team, I don't see it happening. I really don't see that happening. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a very tough chore for Pontiac to make some noise in that hey, district. Hey, we see some, we've seen some surprises from the favorites going down. Oh, sure. On the sure. guy's side. On the guy's right? side, yeah. Anything's seen, possible. Anything's possible. I mean, <laughs> you never know. It might but, be in the water this year. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? All right, let's go from Division Two to Division One. Um, District Thirty. This one's going to be at Troy Athens. You have Chippewa Valley taking on Stevenson. Troy Athens, Utica Ford. Winner 
of Chippewa Valley, Sterling Heights. Stevenson's going to take on Sterling Heights. This is not a strong district when you look at the teams here. So when I look. wide open? I think this is wide open. But I think the favorite has to be Troy Athens. Because when you look at the Red Hawks, this is a team that they had a rough year in the blue. In the white. They had a rough year in the white. You know? But playing in the white kind of is going to help this team a lot. Because, and I know Stacey Klump's got some players. When you look at Isabel Crum, you look at, of course, the Abby Bright, Grace Bright, um, you know, then they got they got some solid players on that team. Utica Ford's got a really good player in uh, Olivia Kublik. And yeah, Utica Ford this year finished nine and eleven. But they played the likes of Romeo, Utica, Port Huron. Um, that's not easy, and they're well coached under Matt Joseph. So when I look at this district, I don't think Chippewa Valley threatens. I don't think Sterling Heights threatens. And I don't think Sterling High Stevenson threats. I've looked at the standings in the Macomb Area Conference. Yeah. And, uh, and those so you went deeper they than just terrible. the schedules. Yeah, they you... were terrible. <laughs> we're not good. So everybody just beating up on each other? Is that? Uh... Yeah, but they've all had below 500 records. Oh. So in this district here, this could be Troy Athens' best chance to win a district title. This could be because no one the fact that they're going to likely have to go east and see a possible team like a, um, like a Macomb, Dakota in the next round, yeah. that could be a huge pro- Or maybe even Growth Point North, Growth Point South. That could be a big problem. Yes. That's a big, big problem. Um, and then, of course, you look at... Um, but, but you're stating, hey, you got an opportunity, you better seize it. If I'm Troy Athens, the way that that t- season's went for you, you have a great opportunity to win this district. Because if you don't win this district, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is not <laughs> a strong district. Not even, not even close to being strong. Um, it's not like that district over at Detroit Mumford. That's going to be brutal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, but this is a weak district. The one at Troy. This is really weak. Um, let's go to district number 29. Um, this is going to be at Utica. Um, all these teams are over 500 in this district. Oh, boy. So What a switch. Yeah, what from a switch. From yeah. the previous one, you say they're struggling to one that's kind of this loaded. This is going to be loaded. Um, Stony Creek taking on Utica. Troy taking on Utica Tough. Eisenhower. Tough. The winner of Stony Creek, Utica, is taking on Rochester. Um, Stony Creek's been a team that's been a big, big question mark for me. They finished up at 10 and 9, but they've lost five of their last seven games. Mm. That's not good. Um, when you look at Stony Creek, this has been a team that's been in the rut lately. This has been a basketball team that I don't know what's going on with Kellen James's team, why they're struggling like this. But right now, Stony Creek's playing their worst basketball right now. Is and they're uh... taking on a Utica team. In their home gym, on a small gym, and they are playing with confidence right now. That's going to be tough. Is it uh, scoring issues? Is it defensive issues? Well, it's the defensive issues. You know, we talked about last week with their, a couple weeks ago with their defense. I mean, their defense had been MIA for a while. I mean, they don't defend really well. I mean, they're going to score in bunches, but they just don't defend very well, Mm. which is not good. 
Never good. Yeah, that doesn't equate to a long tournament run. No, it does not. And they've got to be very careful. Because there's, there's other teams out there that it can score, so they got to watch oh, out. Oh, absolutely. Then you got Utica Eisenhower team in there. They're taking on Troy. And um, Utica Eisenhower, they haven't had a good year. Um, but but when you look at the Eagles, you know, this is a, a team that has a girl in Lauren DeBow who can play very well for um, Mike Swaka. And um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see where they're at taking on a Troy team. That's been a Hoover around 500. <laughs> and, um, you know, features players like Kendall Zider, Athena Sampson, um, Emily Olsen. So when I look at that matchup, I think the pro- I think Troy's going to have some trouble in this one with Utica Eisenhower. And then the winner of Stony Creek and, um, Ro- and Utica's taking on um, Rochester. And Rochester yeah. shared the blue title with Berkeley, um, which, of course, um, uh, which of course, um, if you're from Berkeley, um, please send your my send, sure? please send the shirt over to the <laughs> ONTV studio. I please. forgot about it. Yeah, please send it to the ONTV studio. Sammy deserves a shirt to wear because he was uh, you were called out uh, a little Berkeley's bit there. Berkeley's girls basketball team, Kirk Carolyn. Way to go! I can't believe it. That's, I still can't believe it. Well, good for them. Hey, any motivation's good. They motivation. go in the Rochester and win there. <laughs> They win in the Rochester yeah. and win there. Take it. Way to go. I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, I thought Rochester had this in the bag. <laughs> Humble pie sometimes doesn't taste too good. Yeah, they Or did. does it taste okay? I mean, good for them. Yeah, I had to eat my words. Yeah, it, yes, I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time. It's been a while. So if yeah, so... <laughs> If, if you, you have a shirt, Sammy. In the Berkeley School District, <laughs> the Triple X, please send it over. You can send it to uh, 1349 Joslin Road. That's the Owen TV Studios. Yeah. If you're hearing and, that from Berkeley. Yeah, anybody from Berkeley, if you got a little shirt or a little any, a knick-knack. How yeah. about a pencil? Anything. No. Make, make uh, Sammy take his notes with it. Ugh. And uh, I'll confirm that, yes, he has it in hand. And, You'll uh, confirm it. We'll make sure we'll take pictures. We'll put it up on the uh, ONTV News. Uh, we'll make uh, sure we'll, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. we'll make sure the world knows. Oh my goodness! But Rochester did share the blue title. Wow, that's yeah. We'll go. To, we'll talk Berkeley in a minute. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> my goodness, my goodness, that's funny. I I still can't believe <laughs> that's it. It's funny. But Rochester, I think. But that also tells you sometimes, like we said. It doesn't matter what's on paper. No. Right? And um, a gutsy performance, you bring it out, you get a W. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, effort always trumps uh, stats and all that stuff. Right? Oh, it does. That's true. It's true. But Rochester, they, they got a chance. They're going to have to play well. Yes. You know, they got a young team. I mean, I know Jeff Haney's team very, very well. I think he can do it. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, let's go to District 25. This is the district we've been talking about in Detroit, Mumford. Oh, boy. Um, Mumford taking on Redford Union, Southfield Arts and Tech versus Detroit Renaissance. Winner of Mumford, Redford Union taking on Oak Park. Um, yeah, a lot of good teams. Southfield Arts and Tech, Detroit Mumford, Detroit Renaissance, top three teams to beat. Um, Southfield Arts and Tech Renaissance, Southfield ranked number one in the state. Really? Uh huh. Recently or? Yeah, they play. Yeah. They, they just got that ranking. They just got the ranking. They're playing a. They played a really tough schedule. If you yeah. include. The league, you're playing like Stony Creek, Clarkson, Booby Hills, Royal Oak. Yes. But then look who Southfield's played. 
They played the likes of Saginaw Heritage, Flint Carver Ainsworth, Detroit Country Day, Ypsilanti yes. Arbor Prep. I yes. Mean, that's brutal. Loaded. That's loaded. And the record out of that mess was? I think they finished up at 19 and, I believe, 1. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Really Good crazy. For and them. Michelle Marshall said, their coach said, the team is playing their best basketball right now. That's what else can what, you ask what for? What else can you ask for? When you have a couple of Division One players like Cyril Barnes, Shine McEvans, Alexis Johnson, Keona Willis. I mean, loaded. Great that's team. loaded. Great team. Loaded. And then you have Jasmine Worthy. Didn't mention her in my blog, you yeah. know, but still. Well, the thing, too, is the roadmap to the Breslin, dude. No, they're going to Calvin. Oh, College. going to Calvin? Okay. Yep. And um, the fact of fact is, this is a tough district because yes. you got Detroit Mumford, who's the PSL champion in there, Detroit Public School League champion. They got some talented players and for Coach Cream Hogan and Tier Ernest, Anjane Horton, and Adora Williams. But don't you see that if they make it through yeah. this district, I mean, murderers You're still going to have to go through Detroit Martin Luther King, though. Still, but if you go through them, they you have still a go great through shot. Them. Great shot. I agree with you. But then I don't know if Growth Point North is – I think Growth Point North could be in that regional. If they're in that regional, tough team. That'll be a good match. It'll be interesting. Yeah, there's, we there's, know how we know how good Growth Point North is. Yeah, really good. There's no gimmies, as they say. No. And then of course we're not talking about is Detroit Renaissance. Yeah. And they had an interesting year. They have Kaylee Davis in there. I mean, be interesting to see what happens. Do you think Oak Park's got a shot in this thing? They finished eight and nine this year. Yeah. Last two games, they picked up some big wins against. C- they picked a big win against Seahome, put sixty nine on them, but then lost forty eight forty seven to Berkeley last week. I uh, know. I think it. Uh, I think they get chewed up a little. Yes, they do. I think it'll be a tough one. Like to see you move on. Obviously, you know, cheer on those OA teams. But I, I have a feeling they may. Yeah. May be done. May. Yep. Um, let's go to District twenty eight, Birmingham Marion. Um, you got Seahome taking on Groves. Berkeley taking on Birmingham, Marion, Seahome, Groves. That winner's taking on Royal Oak. Um, Royal Oak. Can they win a district title without their big in Jessica Adams? Uh-oh, what happened? Remember as I told you about the ACL injury? Oh, that, that's injury? right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Do you think Royal uh, Oak finished 18-2, and two, both losses to Southfield? Um, do you think Royal Oak can win a district title without Jessica Adams? They were winning without her, right? After she yeah. went down? Yeah. Why not? But here's the problem. Birmingham Marion is second in state right now. Hey, anybody can lose. And it's at Birmingham Marion. <laughs> Royal Oak lost last year at Birmingham Marion. District final. Birmingham Marion. Do you think we have a deja vu? Do you think deja vu? Uh, more, well, more than likely. But I think if you're going in and you can win without your big... Samantha Potter's going to have to have the game have of her life. Samantha Potter's got to have the game of her life. Um, and yeah, then it's of tough course, going, going going into the Wolves Den and having to go against and the Mustangs. Them. Yeah, 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 man. And then, and now comes up to Berkeley. <laughs> Berkeley plays Birmingham Marion in this district. Send the shirt in. Can they pull off the upset against Birmingham Marion? Can they pull it off? That would be amazing. Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that be amazing, Sammy? We'd have to. Uh, like... I would be speechless <laughs> if the Berkeley Bears went and upset Birmingham Marion. Do I think it's going to happen? Heck no. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
Haven't you learned a lesson? No. Don't bet against the bear. What do you mean? Don't bet. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I you know it's gonna be a tough chore for them. Yes. It'll be it's a be it'll be a tough chore for anybody going into that gym and playing. Against Birmingham. Yes. It's gonna be tough. But Ber- it's gonna be a tough chore for Berkeley. It'll be very tough. That's what makes it fun. And then of course you have Groves and Seaholm, those two playing Interesting each other. Game. Interesting game. Um remember a couple two years ago Seaholm um under was um, under coach January Haleski. Um took on an eighteen two Groves team. Upset him in the free district over at Troy. I remember that one. That was shocking. Yeah. Really shocking. But the, again, that's two years ago. Yep. Couldn't, couldn't it be a repeat performance? I don't necessarily think so, but you never know. Well, no one saw that other one. <laughs> that's true. No one saw that one other one coming. That's what makes the upsets kind of fun sometimes. Oh, yeah. Let's go to District 18 at Novi. Um, Northville taking on Livonia Stevenson. Farnson taking on Novi. Winner in Northville, Livonia Stevens taking on Farmington with Mercy. Um, Farmington this year sat 2-18. and 18. Do you think Ooh. they have a chance in this district against Farmington with Mercy and Northville? I'd say no. Um, get their third win in the tournament? It, it's just tough sled. If they can knock off Novi, I mean, what? Novi, they've, had a, they've struggled this year, but then again, they went and beat Northville on a buzzer beater. So that's going to be a tough chore for Farmington. So we both say it's going to be tough for them. Yeah. Planets have to align something crazy, have a great game. Mm-hmm. And then let's look at um, District 7. Of course, this will be at West Bluefield. all o- and o- Almost an all-OA oh. district except mm. one Lakes Valley team in here. You got West Bluefield versus Avondale, a um, matchup of two OA white powers this year. Yeah. Bloomby Hills and North Farmington. Um, Booby Hills has had North Farmington's number. Um, the winner of West Bloomfield Avenue is taking on Waterford Mott. Um, West Bloomfield is a team that they finished seven and two, but seventeen and two, but they did not look good against Oxford. They lost fifty four thirty eight, and all those girls that they had on that team played. Oh, and I heard there was some friction. You know what I mean? Okay. When the West Bloomfield ranks, so that was not good. Um, a little disharmony before uh, the postseason starts. Yeah. I mean, I think for Burt Mosley and his team, they have got to let that loss go. Yeah, it, you can't dwell I, on it. You can't dwell on it. I think that's a credit. Also, I got to give Rachel Breyer and her kids a lot of credit for that over at Oxford. Yeah. For doing that to West Bloomfield. But, you know, Oxford, they're playing really well right now. They're playing really, really well right now. We'll talk Oxford in a minute. But West Bloomfield, they have home court. Um. They're going all blackout against Avondale, so that'd be very okay. interesting. Um, so Avondale, of course, has lost twice to West Bloomfield, finished eighteen and two this year. They got a ton of talent in Reagan Lawrence, Kiri Lee, and McDonald's All American Olivia Russell. Um, so it'll be interesting to see because it's in that one because it's always hard to be a team three times. Yes, I was just going to bring that up. You, you, you see it in it, basketball is a different. I don't know. Is it a different beast than other sports? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know each other so well. I mean, we see it on the college level. Uh-huh. Hard to beat them three times because you know each other so well. The tendencies are there. Unless you change something drastically or personnel change or something come out of nowhere, it's it. you know exactly what the other guy's going to do. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough, to say the least, how that's going to go. Um, then you have Bloomfield Hills. Of yeah. course, Jeff Rubin's done a wonderful job with that team over there at Bloomfield Hills. 
despite the fact they've had some questionable losses. But but Ruben, of course, anytime you have players like Mary Machine, Grace Getz, Savannah Casilla, um, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what Boopy Hills does. Despite the fact they got a really nice draw, depending if they get by North Farmington, and then they got to deal with Waterford Mott, who I think is going to have a who I think is going to have a field day in the interior against Boopy Hills. Oh, um, I think Michelle Scar's team, despite the fact that they um that they've been near 500 this year, um, they got a lot of good bigs. When you look at players like Mikhail Proctor in the interior, I think that's going to be really, really tough for a team like Boopy Hills. But the guards could be an issue for Water Vermont because um, I don't think they have an answer for Grace Getzmer and Machine in that matchup. But who knows? We'll see. And it's at West Bloomfield, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, and then let's go to District 6 um, before we go on the break here. That'll be at Lake Orion. You have Oxford versus Waterford Kettering, Lake Orion, Romeo. Oxford, Waterford Kettering versus Clarkston. Lake Orion, Romeo winner takes on Adams. Um, you know, when you look at the OA this year, um, not as strong, you know, for the OA this year. But if there's a team that I think could come out of this district could possibly make some noise, it's Oxford. And the reason why the Wildcats can do it is they've got some talent. You know, you look at Halea Cato, you look at Gabby Dingers, Mackenzie Mentor, and Ashley Hirschman. Um, of course, that win against West Bloomfield is huge. Yeah. And they're playing Waterford Kettering, a team that traditionally has been good, but they've had um, some changes to first-year coach under Corey Hightower. Yeah. Um, it's the, it's like a whole new it's like they hit reset. And Kettering's played a tough schedule, sure, but they've got some talented proven players. When you look at Ashley Watson, Claire Broghannon, Markea Holland, Irene Schoof, Izzy Dougal, Kate Frazier, and Bianca Kaiser. Um but to me, this has not been a it's been very unusual water for Kettering. Yeah, not a classic lineup. Not a classic. Seen. No. And do you think Oxford can go in and pull off an upset? I think they can. What they've played uh, tough teams, Oxford, and uh, yeah, but Oxford's been playing much better lately. Yes. I think Oxford's got a shot. I think they got a shot. I think so too. I think they do. Um, the other ones you got Lake Orion Romeo, and that winner's taking on Adams. Of course, the winner of uh, the winner of Kettering Oxford's taking on Clarkston. Clarkston's been playing better lately. Yes, John. I got to give credit to John Wire for absolutely, that team absolutely. There. You got to give credit to John Wire for I mean, what he's done. With virtually a young team yeah. playing a murder's role with schedule early? Are you yeah. kidding me? And it looked like they were struggling up that hill, and they find, hey, we figured this out, and it's all been uphill for them. Well, it's been, it was at the start, but now it's gravy, right? Yeah. I mean, they rattled off how many wins? Right. They've A truckload truck of wins. Load. But the question is, they have not been here. They yes. have not been in the postseason True. like this. So it'll be very interesting. Plus, they also happens. saw what happened to their cohorts. With the boys, yeah, they've had to, and that make you a little nervous. Uh huh. That and that should make you a little nervous. Yeah, you know they can say, "Hey, the girl, the, the girls' teams don't usually watch what happens on the guys' side." I don't think that's true because you're, you know, you're all one unit. Your school, you you cheer everybody on, right? Uh huh. And maybe makes you a little nervous going maybe, into the tournament. Maybe. <laughs> um, let's look at that other side before we take the break. Here we got Lake Orion Romeo. Yeah, that yeah. winner's what, taking on I Adams. I don't know anything about Romeo. What do we Romeo's got? good. I mean, they they won the Mac White this year. They, I mean, like they, they um, they've had some. They got two very, three very good players. I know the McDonough twins very very well. Aubrey and um, and um, 
the other one I can't figure my name right now. Okay. But, but um, they got the McDonough twins, really, really good, talented players. They got another shooter who's really good as well. Um, but then, of course, you're t- they're taking on a Lake Orion team that, uh, coming in, it's the worst team in this district. Oh. With, despite winning eight games. Um, this has been a Dragon team Having a hard time scoring lately. They've been having a hard time scoring. Um, just not a lot of um, not a lot of scoring, which is the, if you can't score above forty, you're not going to win games. Yeah. And Lake Orion's had a really hard time, been in the thirties nearly all year. And you think anything changes? The atmosphere loaded with uh, bodies in there cheering and all that. I don't know. Think if, that anything? I or don't you know much, if that you are who you are at this. You point are who you are at this point. You are who you are. And right now, I think you got to accept that right now. You are who you are. Um, but I do recall the 2012 Lake Orion State quarterfinal team for boys basketball, where they were 11 and 9, basically not going anywhere. Yeah. And then they might go on to make, make crazy a crazy run, run in the quarterfinal. Shocking run. Do I think this team has it in them? Sure. Sure. But they're going to have to play well. They're yeah. going to have to play well. And if they're going to have to play loose. Yeah, exactly. If your offense isn't clicking, you're better de- you your better defen- defend. Your defense, you better defend. <laughs> you better be on. You better be on, you Correct. know, and you better take care of the basketball. No margin for error. Yes, turnovers. This team's yeah. got no margin for error. And then you're playing an Adams team who's had a subpar season themselves. Very young talent um, for Adams with Shay Lewis's crew. I mean, whoever wins that one. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Really interesting. All right, now we're going to take a break here. Um, go from girls' districts. So we'll take a break, and we're going to recap the boys' districts yeah. and um, preview the regional yeah, here you, on OI Now. You do not want to miss. This is Lake Orion's own, the local voice. Call ONTV and get on air. 248-393-1060. Let your voice be heard. Internet radio for all. Call ONTV and get on air. Welcome back to OI Now here. I'm Sammy Terramina here with Ian here. Hey, hey. Um, let's look. Let's recap the boys' basketball districts. As mentioned, we have four teams that are left in the OAA right now. Crazy week. A crazy week. Unbelievable games, crazy matchups, upsets. There was a, there was a couple upsets. What two the of them. heck? There were two upsets. You know what I mean? That yeah. really had my attention. Of course, I think the, it um, grabbed a lot of people's grabbed attention. grabbed a lot of people's attention. There were two of them in my mind. Two yes. of them. First one, I'm going to go with the minor one, which was really caught me off guard. Was West Bloomfield losing to Avondale? Um, because West Bloomfield had Donovan Moore in that one. Yeah, and I didn't expect that. That one, because Avondale was really struggling. Avondale really had no big this year. No big, no interior. No big, no interior. And West Bloomfield had Donovan Moore back, and they had Robert Johnson there. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. It was 45-43. That was that final. I could not believe it. A lot of close games. But then, of course, the big one. Oh, boy. The big upset on that Monday. Adams, Clarkston. Mm -hmm. What in the world? Cannot believe that. Yeah, that but was... I'll tell you what, I got to give Brad Crichton and Adams a lot of credit. Absolutely. For that. Because Adams basically ran their offense 
with for about um, between a minute and two minutes of. So you get possession. You, they hang on to the ball. Take their time. Work that I, clock. Work that clock. Basically, I'm not saying it's stall ball like Kelsey ball and all that, but what was Adams the time of possession? The, Adams had <laughs> Adams' game plan was absolutely perfect. Yes. Because limit the touches, limit the touches. But I think Clarkson made a, a mistake here. Why in the world did they not decide not to press for about three and a half quarters? That's that's well, especially that, when you especially, see they're going to hang on to the ball. Yeah, especially when you know they're going to hang on to the ball. Why? You know. Yeah. And also, they had a really good game plan against Matt Nicholson, which um, basically forced him to the outside. They did a really good job of that. And then, of course, hit timely shots. Yes. And they did that. The biggest part of that game was the end one by Peyton Prescott. That was that was stunning, to say the least. At what time? That was late in the fourth quarter. It gave Adams a four-point lead at the time. And then Clarkson goes, hits a three. But let's talk about that final possession. Yes. That final possession, Adams misses the front end of one-on-one. Clarkson has the ball. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Fletcher Lawyer's taking a contested three. Instead, you have Desmond Mills Bradley wide open. Wide open in the left side of the basket, right near the basket. If Lawyer looks at it, gives it to Mills Bradley, layup. Clarkson's in the second round. Yeah. Didn't see him. Didn't see him. He takes a bad shot, and that was your ballgame. What a atmosphere at Lake Orion High School. It's crazy. The Adams fans, I mean, both fan bases came out in droves. Mm-hmm. It was it was something to see. It and, was crazy. And having that back and forth all game long, right? Little stall ball action and then to end it on a desperation three in a way. What I don't know if it's desperation because they had time to bring they it up. Had time. They had plenty of time to bring it up the court. They had time. It wasn't like there was five seconds in the clock and you're. I remember sitting. They there. had time. I remember sitting there. I say to myself, I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. <laughs> I still couldn't believe it, and it was stunning. Adams fans charging the court afterwards. Huge win. Uh huh. And that was a big, big win for Adams. Yes. Big, big win for them. Now. I do. Rec- I do recall. Uh, I think I, I was saying keep an eye on Adams. He said keep an eye on Adams, and they pulled off the upset. Yeah, but second round, not so much. Yeah, second round, not so much. But what an upset, Sam! It's one of those that you remember, and it's oh yeah, you, you and know. And I think those kids are going to remember that for the rest of their lives. Oh, absolutely, they're going to remember that one for the rest of their lives. Taking down a a eight a seventeen teen and two Clarkson team that yeah. was rolling. Winning 17 straight games. Um, I'm asking myself this. If you're Tim Wasilk, would you put the hands and faith in Fletcher Lawyer's hands on that drive? Well, we chatted about this Mm -hmm. last week, right? We We said, what's the only thing that could potentially happen to knock Clarkston off? It's like, take them out of their comfort zone. Right. right? Adams did that. And they did it. They slowed him down. Limited touches. Right. It was Uh, 18-14 to half. I mean, close game all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we said, well, they do have a lot of inexperience. A lot of their big-time names are underclassmen. Are underclassmen, yeah. How do they handle the pressure? I believe mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned last week, right? Um, they handled the pre- – I guess they allowed Adams to do what they did, 
They didn't mm-hmm. do anything to try to they counter. They didn't press or they didn't do anything defensively. They, they didn't pressure them, try to cause turnovers, Mm-mm. make them, force them into situations. They kind of let them do it. Yeah. But that's confidence in the coach in that his team can respond in the proper way. But then it came down to the last shot. Right. Um, I, and you got to believe Lawyer has been in enough situations playing all the basketball, even as a freshman. You know they've been out there in the AU circuit oh, playing lots and lots of games that this is not unheard of. Right. But you get AAU games, when's the last time you saw an AAU game that had a loaded gym with fans and non-fans alike going nuts? And it means something. It did. And not just some weekend tourney. And it didn't work out for him. It didn't work out for him. It's a combination of, he, you know, maybe panic. Or unless that was a set play and Adams recognized it and shut it down, good defense. Well, that's a huge credit to Brad Crichton's Absolutely. team. Absolutely. Now, there's a reason why. And they were playing up, man. They were playing up. I also want to mention another upset that really had my attention yeah. too. Besides the Adams Clarkson upset yes. too, it was Adams. It was Utica forty nine, Stony Creek forty eight. Close. I didn't game. expect. Now, yeah, I was at Utica. But I didn't expect Utica to beat Stony Creek the way they did. I did not expect that. And with Stony Creek, it's been, they battled, compete, you know, yeah. despite the fact they have a under 500 record. I didn't expect Utica to to be an impactful player in that district. But instead, they go in on their home gym, knock off Stony Creek. Yep. Now they end up losing to Troy in the district final, but um, but that was a big upset for me was Utica knocking off Stony Creek. I did not see that one coming. Okay. I mean that was another one I didn't see coming, but um, but a and, lot of close games. I mean, you know, I didn't see any real blowouts. And then another one was yeah. Southfield in Detroit and um Redford Union. You know what the score of that game was? What one hundred one to ninety seven. <laughs> wow. It was insane. Boy, that had to have been back and forth, up and down running. Yeah, insane. I still can't believe it. I mean, the games aren't – you think that the game isn't long enough to have time to score that many points on it's both crazy. sides. That's wild. Crazy. Wild. But it was 101 to um, 97 over at Detroit Renaissance. A lot of Ole defense. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, defense was very optional in that game. <laughs> yes. Very optional. Um. And now let's look at the dish. Let's look at recapping the district final. Um, yeah, yeah. As a whole, um, Ferndale, of course, winning their district pretty convincingly over Warren Lincoln. Kind of not surprising there. Pontiac taking yeah. on a Brantford Cranbrook Kingswood team, who was there first time in a while because Cranbrook Kingswood took down Detroit Country Day by two points wow. at their home gym. Wow. And Pontiac ended up taking the um, district title. Um, so we're talking about Pontiac going, do they bounce back after, uh, Oxford? They did bounce and back. And they, and they did, they put it behind them and regrouped and, uh, they survived the week. They survived the week and now they're heading to the, um, regional up at Emway city. Ooh. So featuring teams like Croswell, Lexington, Goodrich and New Haven. What do you uh, are you previewing those? What do you see there? We're gonna preview those okay. in a, uh, a little bit. Yeah. Ferndale's heading to um Livonia Clarence okay. where they're gonna be competing with the likes of Detroit Henry Ford. Um Detroit um 
A Highland Park, Chandler Park Academy, and Detroit Frederick Douglass. Ooh. That's not a necessarily I a think, strong. No, I they have a they have a shot. They have a sh- they definitely have a shot. They have a shot. Um of course Troy winning their district yeah, over at good Utica. For them. Um they end up getting sentenced. They're going out to take on um <laughs> they're going to New Baltimore Anchor Bay and they're gonna get sentenced. They gotta play <laughs> Roseville. They hey man, maybe the ride high. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna do you think they're gonna beat Roseville? No. You don't, really? No. Shut, slamming the door. I'm slamming the door right now. Troy warm up the t-shirt. I'm slamming the door right now. If, if Gary Frelick's team shocks Roseville. You'll wear the t-shirt? Yeah, you can ask. He'll you, sing the fight song. No, I ain't going to sing that. I don't to, know what the fight song is. We can dig, I'll dig it up. Um, But if they upset Roseville, <laughs> if they upset them and win that regional, I will I will wear that would be a huge. Troy shirt on BT. I will do it. I will do it. I, I, we got to dig up the fight songs for these teams. You know, you win a big game or something like that. We should have something running here. Something we'll we'll dig that up for, for next shows. We should. We should find a list of all the fights. We songs. should. But that I'm telling fun. you, Troy ain't gonna beat Roseville. <laughs> um, Chippewa Valley won their district against Troy Athens. Um, Troy not, Athens did not stand much of a chance. Yeah, not a real shocker. There. <laughs> um, and then of course the um, Orchard Lake St. Mary's won their district over um, over um, Bloomfield Health. Um, it was gonna be a tough chore for Bloopy Hills to um to do well in that one. Um and then of course the um district over at Lake Orion, uh, uh and of course UD Jesuit won their district over at um over at Detroit Mumford. Yeah. Knocked off. Um, there were three other normal other eight teams in the state. Nobody at Detroit Catholic Central won their district. Um <laughs> But what shocked me was that in that district was North Farmington not scoring a point in the fourth quarter. Whoa. That was shocking. <laughs> That's tough. North Farmington on big courts has had big trouble. Yeah, you mentioned that. I mentioned this. But, I mean, you go uh, three quarters and you're okay. Uh-huh. Could it be just uh, the def- defense ratcheted up? I was shocking to see what happened to him. Yeah. You said wow. jihad. Um, not even a layup Oakland or a free throw. No points. He had no points? Total. Wow. That's shocking. That is shocking. Farmington, of course, losing a very tough one to um, nobody Detroit Catholic Central. It was a good one to the very end. Um, North Far, I mean, like Farmington, um, very undersized in that one against... Um, Nobody Detroit Catholic Central. Um, their bigs was a difference maker there. Um, and then let's look at the Lake Orion, um, Lake Orion district. What, was that a crazy district or what? I go once Clarkston goes down, you figure it's, you know, Adams and Oxford to go nuts. Yeah, but that didn't happen. No, I mean. And everybody knew Adams was going to have a really tough time with Lake Orion. Yeah. And and after coming off of a big win like that, your emotions and you're like, ah. Yeah. You're, and then you're you go, oh, back and to then, And then you look at Lake Orion. 24 hours the later. Then you, and they have Lake Orion on our side, and Lake Orion just literally tortured Adams. They did. and Literally tortured him. Yeah, they took him. It wasn't even close. Took him to task, that's for sure. And I thought the clo- with the way they played defense, Adams. Against Clarkson, I figured they'd do the same. Lock Lake Orion's a much different team, though, than Clarkson. I mean, That's when true. you look at Lake Orion, will press. Lake Orion pressed them all night long. Yep. 
You know, and I got to give rattled him. I got to give the Lake Orion staff a lot of credit. You know what I mean? Especially in a matchup where Gunnar Walters had a lot of issues guarding against big people. You know, Dragons decided to put one of their own on him. And I got to give um, Dylan Bogheimer a lot of credit. He literally shut Walters down. Literally. And, now, and how about the three-point line? And the three-point line, Adams ended up hitting eight threes. Bulk that, of that was in the fourth quarter. But it wasn't the determining factor in the game. No. So they gave they Adams tried, only had 17 points in the first three quarters. Yeah, that's crazy. That was shocking. Yeah. That's a credit to Lake Orion. So it's like on defense, it's kind of gamble with the three, shut everybody else down. Yep. And it worked for him. And it worked for him. And then Oxford, of course, had a really nice path. Um, knocked off Romeo, knocked off Waterford Kettering. Then it set the stage for a really interesting district yeah. final with Lake Orion and Rivalry. Oxford. I mean, you got the rivals coming together, two communities coming down, loading that GM up. And it was a, it was a good game. It was a really good game. Um, Oxford ended up with their experience being a difference maker. I thought the officiating was very, very horrible in that game. <laughs> um, it was well, Oxford it was, ended up winning 39-32. You know, low it really, scoring. It was it was 32-32 with about 114 left to go in the game. Yeah. And Townsend hits a two-point basket, um, and then they get up two big stops, you know what I mean, which led – and one of them, of course, they weren't forced to foul, which ended up leading a very – Questionable call against Nate, Nate Talbot, mm. which ended up being the um the dagger for um Oxford to move on to their first district championship since 1993. Wow, that long! It was that long. Boy, you wouldn't think it was that long ago. 93. Yep, Oxford's first district title but, since 1993. But talk about the season. I mean, they came out kind of a surprise, but they maintained and earned that district title. There's a reason why great they're 21 and one. Yes. There's a reason why. There is a reason. Great, great um, season. And now let's go from the um, district side. Yeah. What's um, next? Let's talk the regional for boys basketball. Yeah. Um, four districts we had talked about. Um, we have the one over at Howell. We have one at New Baltimore Anchor Bay. One at Livonia Clarenceville, and one at um, and one up in Emily City. So let's go to the one over at um, Livonia Clarenceville first. In this regional, you got um, this is where Ferndale's at. Um, Ferndale will be yeah. Well, who who are they looking at? Because coming off districts, they're looking pretty strong. Ferndale's taking on a Detroit Frederick Douglas team who has really struggled. Okay. Um, and I think Ferndale's gonna have no problem with Frederick Douglas. I don't think they're that good. Um. Detroit Henry Ford's taking on Harperwood Chandler Park Academy. Um, Chandler Park Academy right now still undefeated right now, mm. according to the stats. Taking on a good Detroit Henry Ford team. Um, I didn't think Detroit Henry Ford or Frederick Douglass won that relatively strong districts. Um, so when I'm looking at this di- matchup, I think Ferndale's got a great chance to get out of this one. I think they do. Yeah. People want to say, well, you have Harper Woods, Chandler Park Academy coming in there. They just knocked off a very good Harper Woods team. You know, sure. They did. That they did. But I think with Ferndale here, it's going to be, I think Ferndale, much more structured under Juan Rickman. Um, Isudi McElroy, um, Tiana McKeithen, Keelan Lucas, 
all play well together. They all play well. Yeah. I think Ferndale's got a good chance to get in the state quarterfinal. I really do. So that'll be very interesting to see what happens over there. At absolutely. So absolutely. Really interesting. And what, when is that game? Uh, Tuesday, Thursday. Okay. Tuesday, Thursday. Boy, um, a lot happening this week. Let's go to Region 16 over at MLA City. You got Pontiac taking on Croswell, Lexington. Um, and then you have New Haven versus Goodrich. Everybody's looking at this matchup as a possible clash between Pontiac and New Haven. New Haven, we talked about them already. Yes. We know what they have. Very talented. DePaul commit and Romeo Weems. Looking like he's going to win Mr. Basketball for the state of Michigan. Wow. Um, going up against a Pontiac team who is very athletic. Um, senior heavy. But as mentioned, no Ciontae Brown, which is going to be a huge problem for yeah. them come when they head in that matchup. Now, people are going to say, well, don't underestimate Croswell, Lex, and Goodrich, you know. But when I look at Croswell, Lex, um, the Blue Water Conference, not necessarily as strong as the OA as the Blue was this year. Okay. But the Blue Water is not a bad conference. When you look at teams like Elmont, Armada, Oganac, Yale, I mean, those type of teams in that conference. And that's going to be tough there. And then you have Goodrich, who's a really good team. Um, this is their final year um, in a small, small conference where they um, merge to the Flint Metro League next year. Oh, okay. They're going to merge into the Flint Metro League with, um, of course, Corona and um, and um, Lake Fenton. Okay. Um, those type of teams are going to be in that league. Um, so when I look at this district, this regional, um, it's everything sets up to be Pontiac versus New Haven. The problem Pontiac has is they're, they don't have a true big in the post. Yes. And you're dealing with Romeo Weems. Yeah. So when I'm looking at this regional here, it's going to be tough for Coach Josh Schroeder and his team to get. They're probably going to play very, they'll play well. But the question is, will they be playing that well enough going up against a team like that? Yeah. That's brutal. You try to shut the rest of the team down and let uh, the big dog eat? No. He's had 40-plus games himself. <laughs> no. Wow. You've got Yeah, how to... do you get around him? That's not easy. That's not easy. Um, let's go to um, – let's go to um, – let's go to region – Let's go to Region 8, New Baltimore, Inca Bay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Troy versus Roseville, New Baltimore, Inca Bay versus Chippewa Valley. We already heard the opinion of Troy and yeah. Roseville. Yep. <laughs> I think Roseville takes this district. I'm sorry. Region? And then let's go to Region 2. It should be at how? Yeah, Oxford versus Milford, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's versus Lindy. Oxford should have no problem handling Milford. Milford is not. Milford won a relatively weak district. Okay. Um, it had Lakeland and Wall Lake Northern were in there, but I not to the extreme of what Oxford had to go through. Just yeah, yeah, in the district, yeah. And then you have Orchard Lake, St. Mary's taking on Linden. Um, I think the Eaglets will get by the Eagles, um, pretty easily. Then you're looking at Oxford, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's regional final. That's gonna be interesting game. Yeah. Because Oxford doesn't match up well in the guards, uh -uh. but Orchard Lake St. Mary's does not match up well in the bigs. So, wow, that'll be that. That's one to watch. Peter Milwaukee's gonna ha have a field deal with Michael Rache and Trey Townsend. He's gonna have 
He's going to have his work cut out for him. But Oxford's guards are going to have a tough time guarding with Lorenz and Bowman. And that's that's going to be brutal. That's out in Howell, right? That is out in Howell. Not too far away. Get out there and cheer him on. Yeah, that's going to be tough. I think Oxford can win that regional. I think they can. It's going to be a tough chore. It's going to be a really, really tough chore, to say the least. Well, you know the Wildcats want to keep it rolling, man. They do. Historic season. They do want to keep it. They do want to keep it rolling. It's going to be tough, though. It's going to be very tough. Yep. All right. Recap and others. Um, cheerleading Stony Creek yeah, state yeah. champion in cheerleading. Congratulations to them. Awesome. Now, Adams took second place. Very good. Harrison won a boys state bowling championship this hey, weekend. Went out big, eh? Went out big. You know. Good for them. Yep, and um, wrestling, of course, we had a lot of individuals. Um, not a lot of OA teams in the team part of the um, wrestling tournaments, but still. Yeah, the individuals are still uh, out there. Yeah, but still, you know, see what happens there. Um, what else we, we have wrapping up? This week, uh, state swimming finals are coming up this weekend. Yep, this weekend, yep. Um, what is that, the 9th and 10th or yep. 8th and 9th? Yep. So uh, that should be interesting. I'll keep my eye on that one. Mm-hmm. I'm always a big swimming fan. Yep. And then, of course, we got girls' districts this week. Yeah. Got, um, some boys' regionals, quarterfinals lot, next week. Ton of basketball left. Ton Danny. of left. Yep. Lots of basketball. Exciting basketball, too. I can't wait to see if we got any of those ups, upsets. And if you there got will some, be, there if, will be some upsets. I, who are you looking at? Who's who's the team you're focusing on? Not necessarily picking a win, but somebody and you're the keeping girls team yeah. and the girls. Um, for me, it's Clarkston. You know what? I'm watching. Um, I'm watching Avondale because um, if Avondale, it's always hard to beat a team three times in one year. Yes. Especially on your home, especially on your home gym, going on the road. But I'm, a team I'm watching is Avondale. And another one I'm watching is um, is Stony Creek because that's a team that if they can get out of their rut, I think Stony Creek could make some. I think Stony Creek could do some damage. Mm. So yeah, those I'm, are the two, two I'm watching. I'm looking after the Wolves just to see what happens on the girls' side because it's just I just find this story so interesting, the way they began the year, oh, and how, five. how everything changed for them on the team, right? I mean, it's basically a whole new amalgamation there. And, two and then, freshmen on that team, right, one starter. Right, and then 0-5 uh, uh, to start, and then they start rattling off these Ws. And looking strong doing it, so I'm I'm very curious to see how how they respond and if they can keep it up. Will they, you know, will the youngsters come through or will they fold under the pressure? Who knows? But I, I think it's exciting to see that. Watch sort of Oxford thing. too. I think yes. Ox, I think Oxford's yes. I think it wouldn't surprise me they beat Waterford County. It really wouldn't surprise yeah. me they beat them. It really yeah. wouldn't. Well, there's something up in the water up there at the uh, Wildcats gym, man. Both uh, men's and women's just. Having Play, good years. Playing good basketball. Good just, it's a lot of fun to see. Having really good years. Absolutely. So we'll you got any, um, let's see, we got a couple minutes left here. We're about 55 in. Um, anything you'd like to share your thoughts so far in the season that uh, we never had a chance to do? Usually we're walk, working right up to the end of the clock. Yeah. But anything that you're like, man, you know, any players that you said, you know, I just love watching them play, and it was just a great season just well, to, to see them <sighs> You know, I'm really, I was really impressed. There's a couple players I was really impressed with this year. Um, when you look at um, the players that I've seen, um, I mean, like, um, there's just so much, you know, <laughs> there's just way so much. But, you know, I was, 
I'm going to look at Oxford. I was really impressed with the development of Trey Townsend. Okay. Because I think that he has um, really matured into one of the um, top players in the state of Michigan. Um, not a lot of people know about Mr. Townsend, but yeah. I think that he he's done a really nice job with that team. Uh, really nice job for Coach Steve Lee on his team. Yep. Um, another player I was really impressed with, and this is an out of league player, is Mike Fletcher Comrangeles. Mm. Um, really good player. Um, playing football, at Michigan State. But you know what I like about him? Humble man. Yeah. Really, really nice man to talk to. Cool. You know, so that would that those are players that I was really impressed with. Um, so watching. if you had to pick uh, OA now coach of the year, boys. Yeah. Steve Laidlaw, Oxford. That's not even a question. Got one on the women's side. Um, on the girls' side, you I want to wait. Want to wait until uh, districts is over? Yeah, I'm gonna wait till districts okay. over. But boys, right now. Yeah, I'm. A, I Steve agree. I, I'm right with Steve you. Steve Laidlaw. Yeah, you know, so right there with you, dude. Yep. So we and I know Steve Laidlaw's been wanting to come on this podcast. Really? Yes. So I gotta find a date when to get him on here. Hey, do you have FaceTime on your phone? Uh no. Okay, because like we could always hook your phone in and have him call in. Yeah, should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm going to sign off here um, this week here on the podcast here. Wish everybody best of luck in um, districts and regional this yeah, week. Yeah, big games coming up. Yep. All right, now I'm Sammy Timmy here. I'm going to sign off. Take care. See you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy, now it's produced by Sammy Tarmian, and the views on this show are his and his alone. If you ever wanted to make your own podcast, give Owen TV a call at 248-393-1060. Classes are now enrolling. Don't forget, if you're into uh, video production as well, our studio classes are now enrolling for April. So uh, give us a call at 248-393-1060. Also, uh, many of the games that were held at Lake Orion for the uh, district run will be televised on Owen TV. Give us a Give us a look at. Take it easy. We'll see you next week.